Welcome to Priority Talk Radio. Make sure to check out our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And on that website, you will see just a lot of updates. Um, We have our show notes where you can see the authors that we have invited onto the show and some links there. You can go to their website. You can see uh, maybe go to Amazon where you can buy their book, et cetera, et cetera. And the reason why I bring that up, it is my privilege to welcome onto the show Sharon Janes, and we'll be talking uh, with her about her new book, Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe. And I'm excited. It is a great book. I've enjoyed reading through it. And so I'm going to welcome Sharon onto the show. Sharon, how are you doing tonight? Doing great. How are you, Nate? I am doing wonderfully. Now, Sharon has quite the bio. She's been able to do some amazing things, but I will let you hear from her on all that stuff. So, Sharon, tell us a little bit about yourself and some of the things that you do. Well, I've I've been in ministry with women for about 25 years. I started out um, with Proverbs 31 Ministries when they first began back in the 90s with Lisa Turkhurst and was vice president of Proverbs 31 for that for 10 years there and then went off and started writing books and speaking on my own and I still am connected to Proverbs 31. I do write devotions for them on their encouragement for today and help with their She Speaks conferences. Um, but I'm not in leadership there anymore, but I'm still I'm still around. Um, and the book we're talking about today is number 26. So I've written wow. um, quite a few books over those the years and just mainly my ministry is geared toward women. But you know what, Nate? Truth is truth. So Amen. Several men have picked up these books, books as well, even though women are primarily my, my target audience. Absolutely. Truth is truth, but you do a wonderful job ministering to women. So uh, just a quick note, 26 books. That's incredible, Sharon. I got to tell you, my goal one day is I want to publish a book and I'll be happy. I'll be like, God, thank you so much. I am so blessed blessed if I can get one book. So 26 books. How 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 do you get inspired to write all that? Because you're busy anyways, right? You have a, a website, a ministry, you're you're traveling around. How do you have the time to write? That is impressive. Well, it's basically what you know what God's called me to do. So it's impressive what you do, just showing up at the station every day. So, um, and basically, I'm writing what God's teaching me. Or a lot of the books are written out of my own personal struggle. So, and every time I think this is going to be the last one, then the Lord shows me something else, and, and here we go again. <laughs> that is anyway, wonderful. This, um, that's uh, so- kind of how it, it's happened. And I never had a dream of writing a book. Period. Um, the fu- a fun fact is that my degree in college is in dental hygiene. So I was a dental hygienist. Really? That just goes to show you that God can use anybody, absolutely anybody. Um, And, yep, that's that's what God decided to do. So life took a different turn about about 30 years ago, and, and here we are today. And here we are today. So if you are listening out there and you're, you're like, oh, I have this background, 
or I have that background and God can't use me. Just know that's not true. God can use you no matter where you are. He loves you and he has a plan for your life. So that is a great, that is a great story. I'm glad you shared that. Now, uh, if people want to learn more about you, if they want to follow you, see what you're up to, what is the best way for people to, to just keep up with everything that you're doing? Do you have a place for that? Yes, um, it's SharonJanes.com, and my last name's a little strange, Nate. It's J-A-Y-N as in Nancy, E-S, so SharonJanes.com, and I write a, a weekly devotion that goes out on Tuesdays, and it had lots of free resources on there. A great re, re, new resource that I've got on there, and it's under the free resource tab, is Praying for Your Child's Teacher, Praying Scripture Over Your Child's Teacher is the very first one up there just in time for school so lots of resources there and then of course on on facebook sharon james and i have another facebook page called the praying wives club so it's just facebook.com forward slash the praying wives club where we have um, a prayer and a um, for your husband every day again praying scripture so lots of different lots of different ways Absolutely. So if you're listening out there, make sure to go check out those places uh, for some teaching, some uh, encouragement. We all need that. Now, let's let's dive into the book. Again, I am talking to Sharon James uh, about her book, Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe. Now, uh, a lot of people, they have book ideas, right? I could write about this or I could write about that is the way I kind of think of it. What made you turn, let's say, a book idea and actually go, okay, I'm going to write this. This is important enough for me to write a book. What did that process look like for you? Well, that process actually started 10 years ago when I wrote the book, Praying for Your Husband from Head to Toe. And I wrote that book, just giving people an example of a pattern of prayer. I know when a lot of people pray, including myself, I would sit down to pray and my mind would start to wander. And then I'd say, I don't even know what to pray, Lord, what should I pray for my husband? And then I, I, I saw where Jesus, when his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray, which was basically what I was asking God to do, Lord, teach me how to pray for my husband. Then he gave them what we call the, the Lord's Prayer. And it's basically a pattern of prayer. I don't think he gave us the Lord's Prayer just to say a rote prayer over and over. But it's a pattern of prayer to praise God, thank God, pray for our needs, pray for the forgiveness of our sins, then pray, praise him again. So I came up with a pattern of prayer to cover my husband with Scripture from head to toe. Mm. And then as that book came out, people kept saying, we need one of these for our children. We need one for our children. And Nate, we only need to look at the news to see that our children are under attack more than ever before these days. Oh, absolutely. I just came home following a school bus. School started here where I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, yesterday. And I think about 51 school shootings last year. We think about the suicide rate is the second leading cause of death with children and adolescents and young adults. And we think of the stress that they have, the pressure, what social media has done with them, the, the sense of comparing each other through social media, just so much on our children today. But here's what we also know, Nate, um, is that the Bible tells us that we do not fight a, a, a battle of flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. So if we're 
fighting a spiritual war for our children, for the hearts of our children, then we need to be using Scripture to fight that war, Scripture and prayer. And that's exactly what Jesus did. When you think about him in the wilderness and he was tempted by Satan, how did he fight him off? Well, he fought him off with Scripture. He quoted Scripture. And that's what we're going to do in this book, praying Scripture over your children from top to bottom, from their mind to their feet. I love that. The title of your first chapter, going off of some of the things you were saying, is the battle for our children. And that's what it is. Paul talks about it in the New Testament, spiritual warfare, talks about, you know, putting on the armor of God. I think you describe that so well. The school shooting statistics, no matter how you slice it and dice it, no matter what angle you come at it from, it's just heartbreaking that we have to worry about that for our children. So I think you uh, you describe that very well. Now, in the first chapter, there is this, this phrase you use. I'm going to read the paragraph because I thought it was really good. Then after I read the paragraph, if you have a couple words on just expounding on that, this is on page 15. You write, prayer is not a means of gaining control over our children. And then a little bit later, you say, prayer is a means of relinquishing control of our plans and asking God to shape our children into the men and women he wants them to be. And I thought, wow, that is powerful, that we that we want to control the world. We want everything to work out just so. <laughs> but in prayer, it's like you're letting your children go. Can, can you speak on that for, for a moment? Yeah, I think as parents, we... we tend to want to pray that our children will do things just right, that they'll have a stress-free life, and that they will be like us. So, yes. But God just, God just when, when my child was born, I just had to realize that I'm the mother, and I'm nurturing for a very short period of time, this human being and this eternal soul, but God is the potter. My mm. child is the clay, and God's in charge of shaping and molding that child into the man or the woman that that our children need to be so we are relinquishing con- control and praying that god will do what he, what he needs to do in the lives of these children now i want to say sometimes that does mean struggle and one of the things that that parents really struggle with and this isn't just in parenting this is human beings in general when we are praying and we don't see god doing what we're asking we, mm-hmm. we don't see god working but i want to assure you that god is always working jesus said my father is always at work and when we pray for our children and we don't see results we need to remember that god is always working behind the scenes and while our tendency might be to pray that our children won't struggle a lot of times it is through the struggle that they will learn their greatest lessons i mean nate think about your own life and think about the times when you have grown the most usually it's during a time of struggle so I want to encourage parents as they're praying, if they don't see results, as quickly as they would like, know that God is working, and He is He is bringing that child to be the man or woman that, that God wants them to be. He is the potter. We are not. <laughs> We're yes. the parent who prays. Yes, absolutely. Friends, if you just joined us, I am talking to Sharon James, the author of the new book, 
Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe, a 30-day guide to powerful and effective scripture-based prayers. And I am enjoying this conversation immensely, I must say. I am learning a lot. And this is just a well-written book. It is, if you're a book person that the, the design really matters to you, it is just a very aesthetically pleasing book as well. And so if, if you're a listener and you're into those kind of things, well, this book is also great in that direction too. If you miss any of the conversation here today, make sure to check out our podcast, Priority Talk. It's on Apple, Spotify, and other podcast carriers. And when we come back from our break, coming up in a moment, I'll continue my conversation with Sharon Janes, and we'll talk more about our our children, praying for our children, and trusting God through these really difficult times. Don't go anywhere. Continuing our conversation, I have with me on the phone, Sharon Janes. Uh, We are talking about her new book, Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe, and I'm enjoying this conversation. I am learning a lot through this book. I've just read different things on prayer, and there are different aspects of the book that I've realized I've never thought about prayer in this way. So, Sharon, talk to me about landmarks. We, we talk a little bit, you pray this way, pray that way, what are effective ways of praying? And you talk about landmarks, and I thought, okay, I've never thought about it from this way. So what, what do you mean by that? Well, as we mentioned in the first segment, when Jesus' disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray, and he gave them the Lord's Prayer, again, not as a rote prayer, but as how to pray a pattern of prayer, praying for praising God, thanking God, praying for our needs, praying that he'd forgive us. So there's a pattern of prayer, and as we're praying for our children from the book says head to toe, but it's really mind to feet, um, Mm -hmm. we are using this as a pattern of prayer. So we start at the very top. We start with the mind, praying about what our children think about, because what they think about will ultimately determine what they are about. And all behavior starts in the mind. So as a a parent, we tend to pray about certain behaviors, but hey, let's back it up a little bit. Let's pray about what they're thinking about before the behavior even occurs. So we're going to start at the top, what what they're thinking about. We know that the Bible says, do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but mm-hmm. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So many scriptures on the mind, and we're going to be praying these for our children. Then we move down to the eyes, what our children look at. Now, you can't control necessarily what someone sees, but you can control through prayer what they look at. So there's a difference between seeing and looking at something, because when you look at it, you're, you're pondering it, you're looking at it, you're not removing your eyes from it. And there's so much that affects children today on the Internet, on their cell phones, what they're seeing. So we're going to be praying um, for their eyes and what they look at, that they'll turn their eyes away from things that are ungodly, that'll lead them in a, a, away from God and turn their eyes toward what is wholesome and good and what God would have them look at. Then we're moving to the ears, what they listen to. Um, if a child listens to the wrong voice, they're going to make the wrong choice. So we're going to be praying about the, who they're listening to, what they're listening to. This includes people. It includes music. Again, what they're, they're listening to on their computers. 
Then we're moving to the mouth, and the mouth is the words they speak. We know that Scripture says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we want to pray that they will um, speak godly words, that they will speak life into other people. And Nate, I want to say here that as parents, you know, we can pray, but our children are going to look at us and see what we're doing. You know, that old saying, monkey see, monkey do, monkey do the oh, same yes. as you. Well, those little monkeys are watching us, and if we pray that they will have wholesome language, and yet we're not using wholesome language, they're most likely going to pattern what they see their parents doing. So we pray, but we also make sure that we're leaving a good example for them to follow. So that's just the head. Now, the neck, which is is what turns the head, right? The neck turns the head. So as we get to the neck, we're praying for the decisions that they make, the decisions that turn their head from the left or to the right. And we know that decisions determine destinies. So we are praying for those decisions. And as they're little, we're praying. The decisions aren't very big, but we're still praying for those decisions. And then we, we keep, I mean, this, we are praying for these children all the way till they leave the nest and beyond. So the, the decisions get a little tougher as they get older. So we're gonna be praying uh, for the choices that they make. And you know, Nate, it was really risky when God gave human beings the gift of choice. Mm. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. I wish, you know, we, I would just automatically do exactly what God wants me to do, but he didn't set it up that way. He did give us the gift of choice. So we want to be praying for that in our, our child's life, um, in our adolescent's life, our teenager's life. And when I say the word child, I don't mean just little children. I'm talking about all the way through until they leave home and beyond. So then we get to the shoulders. So that's the burdens and worries. And um, we look at kids today, they were so worried about so many things. Things I never thought to worry about when I was a child. And it starts so young, being concerned and worried. I was talking to my four-year-old niece about her guinea pig, and I said, well, I had a guinea pig when I was her age. And then all of a sudden she goes, well, what happened? Did he die? And do guinea pigs go to heaven? And she just wanted to talk about this. And I thought, oh my goodness, she's already worrying at yes. four years old. So they worry, worry about test grades, as they worry about how they fit in with other people. They worry about school violence, they worry about bullying. So a lot that they are worried about. So we're going to be, they're going to worry. Kids are going to worry. So we're going to pray that they'll know what to do with that worry. Because Peter encourages us. Give all your worries and cares to God because He cares for you. So that's what we're praying for, for these kids. Then we go down to their hearts, who and what they love. We pray for their back, their physical and spiritual protection, which we've already touched on that, that this is a spiritual warfare. We're praying that that God, that angels will surround and camp around our children. Yes. We're praying for their arms, that's their help and strength, all through the Bible. God's strength is um, given an example of his arms, the strong arm of God. So we're praying that they'll be physically, emotionally, spiritually strong. We're praying for their hands, that's their gifts and talents, that they'll discover what those are and develop their God-given potential. We're praying for their ring finger, and that's their future spouse. I mean, from the time my child was born, I was praying for that future spouse. And so we're praying for someone else this child, not just their own. And I want to I just say this right here, too. I, I was not raised in a godly home. Mm. Uh, my parents fought a lot. That was a lot of alcohol in my home. Um, just a whole lot went behind, on behind those the pretty door of my home. 
But I became a mother. I became a Christian through a mother in my neighborhood. So it was my best friend's mom down on the next street. And when I was 12 years old, she took me under her wing, told me about Jesus. I started going to church with them. And when I was 14, I became a Christian through this other mother who prayed for me. And then both of my parents in a six-year period came to Christ as well. And it is an amazing story we don't have time to go into. But what I want to say is this. As we're talking about praying for our children, we need to be praying for other children as well. Yes. And that's the children that, that come into our our kids' lives, because that's how, like I said, that's how I came to Christ, the, the prayer of a mother who was praying for a child that was not her own. That's incredible. So we're praying for that spouse. We're going to pray. We're moving on down. We're going to pray for their side, and those are the people who walk side by side with them through life, the friends they choose to walk with, have deep relationship with. And we are going to pray for sexuality. We're going to pray for sexual purity and that there will not be sexual identity confusion. Mm. We're going to pray for their legs, that they will be strong and stand on the truth. Because as kids are in this world, they're hearing, what, they're hearing truth at home. They're hearing truth in the churches. And then they go out into the culture and they're hearing something totally different. And they're wondering, well, if it's legal, is it right? And what was illegal yesterday is now legal today. And it's that undertow of uncertainty can pull them out to sea with that riptide of questions and that shifting tides of change. So we want to pray that they will know the truth in their mind, and then they will stand on the truth with courage, no matter what's going on around them. And then we get to their needs, and that is their relationship with God. So as you pray for your child's needs, you're, you're praying to accept Christ as Savior, that they'll grow mature, um, grow and mature spiritually, and that they will be humble before God all through life. And finally, um, they were getting to the feet, and that is the path they take. So when you come to that final landmark of prayer, your feet, your the feet, you're praying that um, they will stay on the path that God has chosen for them all through life, and you're praying about how they will keep in step with God through life. So. Those are the 16 areas of prayer, and I want to say it takes a lot longer to explain them than it does to pray <laughs> yes. them, so don't get concerned. Really, if you go, there's 30 days of going from, from head to toe um, with Scripture, and it takes about five to seven minutes to pray those, all those areas um, for your child each day, so great use of time. Absolutely. Yes, that is so true. Uh, Friends, I have with me on the phone Sharon Janes. We're talking about her new book, Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe. It is a 30-day guide uh, to powerful and effective scripture-based prayers. And I think that is incredible, the use of landmarks. It's unique, and it helps us to focus. Because I don't know about you, Sharon, but sometimes when I pray, I get distracted and, and these landmarks will, will help me to focus. So if you have, if you know parents out there, maybe you are one. If you know moms out there who just uh, are worried about their children, they don't even have to be worried, but they're, they're looking to pray for their children. This is a great book. This would be a great gift or a great book recommendation. Again, it is Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe by Sharon Jane. So Sharon, before we have to go to break, 
break, just uh, can you spend a minute or two? If you're talking, I bet there are some parents out there who are discouraged that they just don't know what to do and and they're down right now in this season of parenting. What is some encouragement you might give to our parents listening right now? Well, one thing I want to say is that no one will be a perfect parent. Surprise, surprise. Yes, yes. (laughs) But we can all be praying parents who confidently pray for God's protection and provision in the physical and the spiritual realm. And someone said to me once, and I've kind of hung on to it, that, that prayer is a parent's superpower. And prayer is just the way that God works to to bring his will from to earth as it is in heaven, as we've learned in the Lord's Prayer. But I want to encourage you again, as I mentioned in our first segment, that if you don't see God working, know that he is. And I remember teaching my son how to ride his bicycle without training wheels. And after he fell about the 10th time, I told him when he was learning, this is going to be the funnest thing you do as a kid. But after the 10th try, he fell. He said, this is not fun, and it will never be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he stomped in the house. And, you know, I thought, you know, that's how motherhood is sometimes. You think this is not fun, and it's never going to be fun. But the next day, he got back out in the yard, hopped on that bike, and just rode and rode and rode. And you know what? It was the funnest thing he ever did as a child. And um, there are going to be days when we think it's not fun. But as a mom, we get back up on that mama cycle, and we keep going. And I can promise you when those kids are gone, you're going to look back over these years and think, you know what, that was the funnest thing I ever did. Yes, absolutely. You will never regret praying for your children. This is Sharon Janes. Make sure to check out her website. SharonJanes.com. Follow her on social media. The last name is J A Y. N-E-S, so SharonJanes.com. Sharon, thank you for coming on to the show tonight. Hey, Nate, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Her book, again, is Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe. Make sure to either buy it, gift it, recommend it, let people know about it. When we come back, we'll talk more about prayer.